We are in Israel. We are uh, in the midst of our Kosher Halftime Show fifth annual presentation, actually recording it. The actual presentation will be made available on Sunday in the middle of a big game between Philadelphia and New England. But we decided this year for the fifth annual Kosher Halftime Show to actually record it in Israel. And we thank Ohad and Mayor Kay and a lot of other people we have to thank. And we will do that later on this hour here at JM in the AM. Well, one of our special guests who's been doing a... Uh, a, uh, a two, and some would say at this point, three-part series with the interview we had yesterday with Nira uh, with us this week is uh, Daniel Luria. Daniel Luria is executive director and spokesperson for Ateret Koanim. Bokertov. Bokertov. Great to have you here in our mobile studio at the Inbal Hotel in Jerusalem, and to see you again uh, multiple times this week, which is wonderful. Um, by the way, Daniel is going to be in the United States. As he says it, he will be uh, visiting the U.S. for the first time since the declaration by the President of the United States that Jerusalem is, according to U.S. policy now, the capital of Israel, right? This was the, the Vice President uh, came to Jerusalem the, for the first um, public speech by a United States administration member after the declaration by President Trump. Now you're visiting the United States Correct. for your first public statements there since the President I'm Trump think, declaration. I'm thinking of saying Shekhyanu when I speak for the first time in Kew Gardens Hills. Will you say Israel. it and pronounce it the way the Vice President did? Well, I think I'll have slightly better <laughs> intonation. Better diction. Uh, huh? Slightly, slightly better. Yeah. That happens the Shabbos of February the 17th at the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills with a big shout out to Rabbi Schoenfeld. Again, that's the weekend, the Shabbos of February the 17th the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills, a wonderful opportunity to see and speak with Daniel Luria. I'll also be in Elizabeth that same week and also in Woodmere uh, right. before I go to Florida. I'll be in uh, Hollywood oh, so and Bell Harbor. It's a whole tour. So get us all the dates and we will, as we, when we yeah. get back, we'll remind everybody about it. Are you kidding? God willing. Get God us will. all the dates. Let us know where people can expect you. And as you just mentioned, New Jersey and Queens and the five towns and Florida are among the places that should expect to see you and to hear you as you continue to discuss the battle for Jerusalem. Jerusalem, and that will also afford people, aside from being in touch with you by email and the website, etc., also afford an opportunity for people to find out how they can get involved, how they could actually help finance the projects that you work on constantly, whether it's the purchase of, of different land and uh, buildings, whether it's the... Um, Rooftop playgrounds. Rooftop playgrounds, whether it's security cameras, etc. There's plenty of things for people in Chutzlaretz. Any involvement. For any people involvement. in the diaspora to the do to help out. Uh, so we mentioned earlier in the week, and, and we had a good time actually speaking about Vice President Pence and his speech at the uh, Knesset. Uh, I mean, what did you think of uh, President Trump and his speech when he insisted toward the end of 2017 that, in fact, according now to U.S. policy, led by him, Jerusalem is now the capital of Israel. Listen, uh, it's it's the obvious. It's stating the obvious that I think he has known for a long time. He's now got the opportunity to actually to say the truth. I mean, there's no use playing games anymore and beating around the bush. He sees it the way it is. He may not be your your everyday regular politician. The people he's a uh, he shoots from the hip. He sees it the way it is. He speaks the emet in many ways, um, in his own. Fashion. Unique fashion. His own unique fashion. Uh, but he sees it and he calls it the way it is. I mean, one really has to be blind or a fool not to recognize, uh, you know, our connection, our 4,000-year-old connection to uh, to land of Israel, to Jerusalem. Uh, there's a certain amount, I'm not sure how much of it is arrogance or anti-Semitism. Um, to some, for someone like UNESCO, United Nations, uh. to say 
that we don't have this bond, we don't have no rights, we don't have this connection, is is more than just foolish. I, I'm not sure what it is. Is it straight ignorance? Is it uh, is it anti-Semitism? And I, I've renamed anyway UNESCO. I mean, UNESCO, what's their new name according to you? UNESCO. It's obvious. I mean, it's it's a useless, naive, <laughs> empty, senseless, corrupt organization. I mean, that I thought everyone understood. But uh, don't hold back, Daniel. Tell us what you really think about. No, that. I, I'm, I'm very sort of uh, subtle. Very subtle. I don't like you know. Sp- like Trump, I don't beat around the bush. Right, I mean, I, I say that. it the way it is. But I mean, uh, unfortunately, you're accurate. This is true. Listen, yep. I mean, Abraham was here. We've got the forefathers, King David, three thousand years. You want to deny the whole of history? I mean, there's a certain to a certain point you can say no. This didn't happen. There's a certain truth that has to be screened from the rooftops, and the world will understand. For too long, we haven't been saying the truth from the rooftops. We've been too apologetic. I call it the shtetl mentality. Right. Nothing wrong with the shtetl. My right. family's in the shtetl, but at some, some point... Some might say galut mentality. Okay, but right. you have to get out of that right. at some point. We're no longer a star, with all due respects, on the American flag. We have our own star, and we have to say the truth. I mean, it, with all due respects, I mean, Arafat, and I've got many to say about Arafat Yamak Shamoy, but nevertheless... Nevertheless, there's one thing to his credit, he stuck to his guns. Right. He was had strength and conviction and didn't move one centimeter. That was ultimately his downfall. But he had strength and convictions. The only people that have compromised and have said, sorry, you know, maybe let's back off, let's give away, let's compromise, let's hand away our homeland, let's slap God in the face, is us. We have to once and for all say, Ad Khan, it's not happening. Jerusalem belongs to the Jewish people. We're the only, we're the indigenous people who stand. I am sick and tired of hearing the Palestinians, these Arabs, are screaming out that this is their land. They're the indigenous people. Where? Who ever heard of the Palestinians, for heaven's sake? The only Palestine that I know that the world recognized in July of 1922 at San Remo was the Jewish people. Right. Because we the are original the original Palestinians. <laughs> we are. And that's why they declared that the Jewish homeland equals Palestine. In fact, then it was already the whole of Israel and the whole of Jordan. As it is, we've lost two-thirds of the land of Israel. And now they want to start carving up even for the arrogance, the chutzpah. It's not going to happen. Jerusalem belongs to the Jewish people. Mind you, we can't just say it. It has to be actions on the ground, and that's where we step in. Right. Daniel Luria is here talking about the uh, declaration by President Trump and the visit of Vice President Pence and his feelings about UNESCO. You could be in touch with Daniel Luria, dljerusalem at gmail.com, dljerusalem at gmail.com. A reminder, he will be in the United States um, for appearances in places like uh, Queens at the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills, the Five Towns, Florida, Elizabeth, New Jersey, and we'll give you the entire schedule once it's made completely known to us so we can keep you up to date on his activities in February in the U.S. And that will be his first appearance publicly in the U.S. since the declaration by President Trump uh, stating or restating the obvious. I say restating because he alluded to this a lot during the campaign, Mm -hmm. did promise that he would move the embassy, did promise he'd recognize Jerusalem, and look what actually happened. He was the first of all these U.S. presidents to actually do it. And I think it'll be a snowball effect. I think, uh, listen, I don't know the future. The people who know the future are fools and prophets. I'm neither. But uh, if I was to hazard a guess, I would say that I think others will follow the cue when they see it actually happening. And uh, I think it's a signing of the good times. It's uh, it's furthering of the redemption process when the world properly recognizes our role, our position. Uh, then we can also be a true light to the nations. Uh, but first and foremost, it has to be, and everything centers around Jerusalem, uh, the whole peace process, everything centers around Jerusalem, and that's why our work is so vital, having this Jewish life. I keep on saying it's not enough just to pray and to sing for Jerusalem. 
You want to do something? Then do something. Help add Jewish life. If God is sending an Arab to sell, I'm going to tell him to go home. We're not interested. Even on Shabbos, I can tell him, I'll make a deal with you and get the get an Arab to sign on the dotted line. So even at Kadekach, the Rabboni knew how important it was to redeem every single centimeter of this land. Lubavitch River spoke about not win one inch. He was actually one of the first people to give a bracha to Matidan, the founder of Avateret right. Amazing bracha. He talks about the old city being like the Torah Bichtav, uh, the written law and the, and the area around, like the Torah Belpeh, and every letter, every house is important. A very special bracha. So the world has... We have to internalize that. The Jewish world, I mean. And that... Uh, and I'm like, I daven three times a day. You know, I'll say the prayers for Yerushalayim and I'll sing the Shana Bab Yerushalayim. I happen to be one of the lucky ones to be involved in an organization that is bringing Jewish life back. But for those that are living overseas, unfortunately, temporarily, whatever you want to call it, you can still be involved. Be involved at a tachless level. It's not enough to sing and dance and, and daven for Yerushalayim. At a playground, at a security camera, renovate at a house. Maybe if you're able to, then even buy a place. People are buying all over the world. Invest here. I call it Yerushalayim. You know, even Yerushalayim Shalmala. We've got this project. It started 15 years ago. It hasn't really been taken off, but it's a project that exists there on the books. Yerushalayim Shalmala. Think of Yerushalayim even from the heavens. I wish all your listeners to live till 120. But think of Yerushalayim as a kid. Leave a legacy. Something. Think of us as one of the children. Build Yerushalayim even from, uh, from the heavens. It can be done. But you have to think of Yerushalayim in a practical sense. Own your Dalit Amas. Own your wall. Add some yeshiva students. Add a kollel. Add a playground, a nursery. Something. Think of us in a true sense as your Yerushalayim. When you do that, then we're going to be okay. Has to be this this internalizing. I think I mentioned a few days ago this kol Yisrael to truly feel it, not just pay lip service. It's not enough. Unbelievable. What an incredible passion and wonderful words. Daniel Luria is here. So you basically answered my question because I was going to ask you how practically people in Chutzlaritz can do what you're recommending, those who actually want to invest, those who actually want to give the funds to the organization so that the purchases that you just described can be made. And, of course, the security cameras, rooftop playgrounds, and other projects that you lead can be uh, can be put into place. Uh, what you just said is essentially the answer, and that is just simply take on whatever project you wish and finance it. Simple as that. Make a phone call, email. Of course, some things obviously can't go through the American right. office. We're talking for your listeners. Anything to do with investments and acquisitions does not go through the American office right. whatsoever. It's separate from that. That's the Directly with Israel, it's not so straightforward because of the uh, disgraceful, unethical, immoral uh, fatwa, the edict that says an Arab is killed if he sells to a Jew. Can you imagine if you right. sold to a Puerto Rican or a black person in, in America that you'd be killed? It wouldn't last 24 hours. An hour wouldn't last. But uh, an Arab can be killed. Uh, not only that, if but he then, sells to a Jew. If he sells to a Jew. And a middleman, a few years ago, they said even middlemen can be tortured. It's just abnormal what he said. So therefore, we have to work very carefully. It's not straightforward, but a lot can be done. But there does is, the work continue at a good pace, even 100%. with all those regulations 100%, that they have? 100%. I'm not saying it's easy. It's right. not like walking into Remax but or some other real done. estate agent. It happens. It takes time. You have to, have to be very careful. And we are. Today, the issue is Jewish money. Right. Could you believe the fact that in, I've been in the organization now for nearly 18 years. S- as far as I know, for 18 years, Chai years, oh, I must remember that, it's the Chai year of uh, my being with Atarit Konim, that the issue has always been one of Jewish money. There's no shortage of Arabs ready to sell, no shortage of families ready to move in. It's Jewish money. That's a disgrace. 
we should have a multi-million dollar fund. I can't, I honestly cannot handle when I see these massive Jewish centers being built up around the world, synagogues being built up around the world, and I've got a synagogue lying in, 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 in garbage. You wouldn't put a dead horse there in the Yemenite village. Why aren't people knocking at my door? I have three, four million dollars to rebuild a Beaconesset in the Yemenite village. Why? What is wrong? What is right? Am I not giving the message correctly? Are you not reaching all the listeners? I don't know. But it can be done. It means people taking on projects like restoring the Beaconesset. It means taking on and building that playground and subsidizing the nursery and the youth activities. For those that are able, not everyone is able to acquire acquire it's yours it's not a donation it's in your name you won't become rich from the rent that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is rent whatever it is five six dollars a square meter but that's not the point maybe in five ten years time it will be worth an absolute fortune but no one's coming into that if you want to make money don't think of this you're doing this because it's an ideological investment because you believe that the Yerushalayim belongs to us and you believe that one day it will be... You know what? We're actually gentrifying neighborhoods. We're fixing up neighborhoods. You've got these downtrodden They're neighborhoods. They're a lot better in shape than they used to be. Oh, huh? no, we're adding Jewish life there. We want to live side by side with anyone who wants to accept Arabs, by the way, who want to live together in the Jewish state right. for Jewish people, 100%. But the second you want to drive me out and throw a Molotov cocktail and you do not accept the Jewish state, there's 21 Arab states or Ramam and you can go there. No one needs you here. You want to accept the Jewish state, you stay. And we live in peace. In fact, you ask me, the left wing today in Israel are ideologically bankrupt. They're dinosaurs. The case scenario that I'm talking about are Jews and Arabs, Jews, Muslims and Christians living together, but under Jewish sovereignty, of course. Right. has to be under Jewish sovereignty. Right. So it, it's happening slowly but surely. I mentioned a few days ago that we've doubled our presence in Yemenite right, village. Which is amazing. Which is phenomenal. Almost 70 kids. Which is incredible. Uh-huh. And uh, might, we do have to, I will repeat again, we do have to right. restore that back in set. And the government will be helping out. Uh, the shul in Florida is helping out also. Uh, because they're redoing their bacon asset. Ah, and, so and a little matching program. little matching project, which is important. That's so a great way to handle it. So where are the other shuls? Right. Where are the other shuls? There must be someone listening to this program, and there's hundreds of people who are connected to various shuls. Take on this as a project. And we can, maybe an individual wants to do it. I don't really care. So long as you get involved in some format. This should not just be an interview with a guy with a strange accent that doesn't sound like yours, Nahum, and that's <laughs> it. No, I want someone at the end of this to email me at dljerusalem at gmail.com or call me or call the New York office or come on tour, take on a project, do something. Otherwise, this interview, with all due respect, is a waste of time. Understood. Tadaraba, you're amazing and incredible. And I'll still call you a hero whether you like it or no, not. No, 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 no. Daniel Luria, the email address dljerusalem at gmail.com. The needs are very simple, uh, whether it's financing for properties, buildings and land, whether it's uh, security cameras, whether it's rooftop playgrounds, whatever the case may be. Daniel Luria can help you, no matter where you are on this globe, uh, finance these projects and make a tremendous difference in Jerusalem. Daniel Luria is dljerusalem at gmail.com. And, of course, all the information you need, uh, just search a Aterit Kohanim. And I thank him for joining us. JM in the AM. We'll continue with more coming up. Keep it here on a Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM.